Okay, Bruchim Abayim. Welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We're continuing our Chayim of the Rosh. We're up to Ois Nun Zayin. Al Yiu Panecha Zuumais Neged Over Meshavim. Your face should not be angry in the presence of wayfarers, passerbyers. You should receive them, accept them with an illuminative face. Now, what is this talking about? We know that the Mishnah says in Perkei Avais, have a Makabas kol adam besever panim yafais. It's interesting. What does it mean, have a Makabas kol adam besever panim yafais? So I once heard from Rabbi Victor Miller, why these three expressions, sever panim yafais? The first thing is, you're walking down the street, you you see someone, some people, they, they like cover their head, they, they can't even look at you, they don't even want to look at you, no. First thing is, you have to show them your face. Next thing, okay, you're going to show them your face, but I'm going to show them a grouchy face. No. You show them a um, pleasant face. You show them a, um, you show them svara. Savor is a lesson of svara. Show them show a, a, some, some emotion. In other words, don't just be blank-faced. Show them some svara. And then yafais, it should be pleasant. Now, the Mi'iri in Perkei Yavais also has a very interesting take on sever panem yafais. It doesn't just say sever pan. it doesn't just say panem yafais. So say, a beautiful face, a nice face. Sever doesn't really add anything. Once we have yafais, sever doesn't really add anything. <clears throat> but the thing is, Sometimes a person's not in the mood of a guest. And the visit is a bother. But the guy came, so what are you going to do? So you don't want to hurt the person's feelings. So save our panim yafais. At least let him think it's a real panim yafais. Save her. Let him be savar. He savar that you're putting on a real panim yafais. That's what it means. But save panim yafais. Really, you want the guy to... Get lost, fly a kite, and jump in a lake. All three at the same time. The only thing is, what are you going to do? You're going to tell him to go fly a kite? He doesn't have any kites on him. So you want, you make him think that you're happy to see him. That's Savior Panamiyaf. So, but the rush seems to be learning that the mitzvah of Mechavah's called him Savior Panamiyaf is specifically referring to Hachnasas Archim, points out Rabbi Salo Jolti. Because the Rosh says, And if you look in the Bar Tenura on Perkei Avais, he says on the mission of having Mechavos called Adam, he says when you host a guest, don't give them a grouchy face. Because you could give your friend who comes to your house a steak dinner, but it's like you gave him nothing. And this is a continuation of what it says earlier in the Mishnah, Emar Ma'at Va'asei Harbei, according to the Bar Tanura, is referring to, Emar Ma'at Va'asei Harbei is referring to the way you treat a guest. Now, the in the Sefer Ma'asei HaChazoynish, Rav Goldberg quotes, he, he brings something very uh, heart-wrenching. Chazoynish had a very difficult life. People don't are not fully aware of the personal 
suffering that the Chazoynish endured. Family, etc. The Chazoynish writes, now whenever he would greet someone, when people would visit him, he seemed like the happiest guy on earth, the happiest person on earth. It looked like he wasn't missing anything. He's a macabre everyone, whether he knew them, he didn't know them, with great chavivos, as if they were best friends. However, the Chazoynish writes in a letter that he was broken and crushed his whole life. He never merited any enjoyment at all in this world, compounded with that acute pain in his entire body for his throughout his life. And here is a man who is what he he calls himself refers to himself as Shavor Veratsutz, and he seemed like Adam Hamuushar Beyoisar Betevel. Now, an interesting question that Rabbi Cheskel Sarna raises is the Mishnah says Mekavas called them the Sever Panim Yafais. The Rush says a lashon of Meirais. Okay, that's uh, an interesting question discussed by the Mefarshim. Rav Goldberg cites the story that Rav Peterberg brings in the Sefer Nesiva Isar that the Rav Yisrael Salanter, when in his youth, when he was uh, in the pinnacle of his attachment to Limadah Musar, he says, well, he remembers one time in Erev Yom Kippur, he was going to the Beis Hamedrash to Davin Marev, and one of the big... Yereim was uh, walking toward him, and you could tell this person was uh, just in complete trembling. He was hinani haoni mimas nirash venivchad, and he he had tears on his face. And the Rabbi Sol Salanter asked him uh, for something that Rabbi Sol needed, and the guy basically ignored him. He was so absorbed in his own thoughts that he ignored him. And Rabbi Yisrael writes that he thought the following. What did I do wrong that this person has to be such a big Yari Shamayim? He wants to be a Yari Shamayim. Let him be a Yari Shamayim. But why do, why do I have to suffer because of it? So in other words, the point being is that with all the chesed and all the, with all the, uh, midas chasidos that people may be involved in and all the holy practices, but nobody else should have to suffer because of it. One has to make sure that it does not come at the expense of not greeting other people properly. And then Rav Goldberg quotes Rabbi Rucham Oshin, who cites Rabbi Yitzchak Shiner, that Rabbi Yisro Salanter gave a regular vad to his Talmidim, teaching them the proper way to smile at people and this was a regular weekly vad that Rabbi Sorel gave. The technique of how to be makabal is called Adam Sever Panam Yafais. And the proper way to wish somebody a good morning to make them feel good. And this apparently was a recurring subject in the vadim of Rabbi Sosan. I once heard from um, a student of Rabbi David Libowitz, his name was Rav Gwertz, who was a. Uh, an administrator in uh, in the Tel Shiva, that the story goes that somebody once walked in or Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael was looking in the mirror and he was like making all kinds of faces at himself in the mirror and the Talmud couldn't <laughs> help him. So he said, Rabbi, what in the world are you doing? 
he, he's practicing the, the best way to smile to, to, that will engender the most simcha in the other person. He was, you know, practicing how to be Mikabos Kala Adam to save upon him Yafais. Okay, Rabbi Isai, we'll hold it over here. Actually, I'll tell you one more story. Uh, don't go anywhere. And they, uh, in the Sefer Barchinavshi, they bring from Chaim Knievsky that his uncle, Romer Karelitz, said over a story that's in the family about the, the Baal Pischei Tshuva. This Baal Pischei Tshuva, the Pischei Tshuva on Shulchan Aruch is one of the most authoritative perushim on Dalet Chalkei Shulchan Aruch. And he was the Rav in the city of Utien. And when he passed away, he wanted his son to be Mamala Makayim. The people in the city did not want his son to be Malamakim, and uh, they agreed that the they didn't think the kid was a big enough Talmud Chacham, so they agreed that the kid will take a farher from Rabbi Yitzchak Alchanan. If he passed the farher, then he could be the Rav. So the kid goes to Rabbi Yitzchak Alchanan, and in the end of the day, he did not do well on the test. That night, Rabbi Sukhachana went to sleep, and the Pischei Tshuva came to him in a dream. And he said, listen, if you give my son another chance, and you smile at him, and, you know, you give him a, a, you give him a nice face, I think he's going to pass it the second time. So, sure enough, in the morning, Rabbi Sukhachana gives him another farher, and he passed with flying colors. From here we learn that by smiling at someone, by giving them a pleasant face, it opens up their mind, it sharpens the cerebral passageways, and it gives a downtrodden person the kayak and the ability to continue and to excel. Okay, Rabbi Say, have a great day! <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm off to the mirror now. Okay, <laughs> great. Okay, have a good day, bye-bye. Mm-hmm.